There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hey. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at Minot All of It. And uh, we will start today's show the same way we start every show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. Merry Christmas. No, it's Sherismas. Because uh, we're going to kick things off with a little sheer audio delight. So picture it yesterday, Ellen, Cher, Ellen, playing a game. And uh, it's called the five second rule. They ask a question. They have five seconds to listen to Cher answer this question and maybe throw another celebrity under the balls. Cher, name three celebrities you'd want to do a duet with. Oh, Adele, Pink, and, uh, um, not Madonna. <laughs> well, it's not who you wouldn't want to. Well, I Adele took license. Pink? I took a little license. Yeah, you did. Okay. okay. So that was a wow. share throwing Madonna under the bus, which this is not new. Um, I just find it particularly delightful when a diva acts a diva. I love how quickly, though, she was able to come up with not Madonna. Didn't want. Mm-hmm. Works mm-hmm. for Cher. Mm-hmm. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, Cher can do whatever she wants. I mean, she if, her, if her answer would have been not even pertinent to the question, I would have... Okay, Cher. Madonna knows how to play this game, though, so I, I kind of hope that there's a little tit for the tayout. Uh, in this particular, you know, the opposite way, Actually, but that's uh, just me. Well, they both have hats, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, I love Cher. She is adorable, and uh, she is a national treasure, and she should be honored as such. Agreed. Maybe a statue. Can we get a Cher statue? Preferably one that when you walk by, it's got like a motion sensor. I'm whole. Let's move on. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Um, ooh, here's something to be excited about. I mean, everybody's talking about all the television that's coming to town. Well, we now have a, a new season of a show we were obsessed with back in the day. Er. Once somebody's convicted, they have to move mountains to get out of prison. When you're fighting for your innocence... So, uh, oh, I'm so excited. That's not very much revealing, but it is uh, getting us excited for season two of Making a Murderer, which will uh, return to the Netflix on October 19th. When that started to catch fire on Netflix, 
um, I remember locking ourselves in the house and like trying to keep the kids occupied because we were so hooked on that show. I know. And um, binged it in a weekend. Yeah, Jamie and I watched Turn to the Midwest for what is being billed as, quote, exclusive access to Stephen Avery and his co-defendant and nephew, Brendan Dassey, their families and legal teams fighting on their behalf. Apparently, the um, trajectory of the season will offer. I'm excited because it's a story that we were captivated by. I'm not so sure this is probably going to be as compelling. Oh, likely it won't be. In the second season, because, you know, the story has been told. And I think the initial story was so just season can live up to the the first. However, I think that for those who enjoyed the first season, which was a lot of people. This is actually, I think, one of the first like Netflix binges on a truly national scale where everybody was everybody was talking Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. one of their first original series that did so well so you know in that you're going to be gripped to sit down and watch all 10 episodes in a day well i doubt i doubt it and one of the reasons why is because Mm -hmm. it did garner so much attention that then anything that happened after the series with the case you were able to kind of keep up with yeah so the fact that they have this um how did they word helling? Um, but I, nevertheless, I, I can't wait for it just because, like you said, we were all captivated by it for the period that 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 it was kind of had caught fire. And it really did, um, you know, the Arcast cable and streaming services, which is totally true. So it's it's very much a, um, I think, a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A signpost in the way that... Um, we tell stories now and people the way the types of stories that people get very here's what we have for you behind door number three so yesterday we um we talked about this a little bit daily mail tv has gotten uh the asia argento exclusive they have had a uh, an interview with her the accusations against her um uh, by Jimmy, and I'm going to get his last name. Bennett. I always get it wrong. Bennett, Jimmy Bennett, uh, that she sexually assaulted him. Uh, so they played the first part of the interview yesterday, and the second part will air today, half hour. It was a four minute package oh. that we got from Asia yeah. Argento. I'm sure she got paid to sit down and talk to them for a few minutes. Yeah. Well, here is what aired yesterday. On Daily Mail TV, Asia Argento uh, being in. Allegations that you had not been faithful to Anthony, and of course people jumped on this. People need to think that he killed himself for something like this. He had cheated on me too. It wasn't a problem with us. He was a man who traveled 265 in each other's presence, but we are not children. I cannot think of Anthony as somebody who would do an extreme gesture like this for something like that. What I do feel terrible about is that he had so much pain inside of him and I will feel guilty for the rest of my life. That's Asia Argento talking about her relationship with Anthony Bourdain and, uh, um, and, and trying to understand why he took his own life. Um, there's just something gross about that interview and I don't understand her need to do this interview at this point, mm-hmm. frankly, honest, honestly, it's just weird to me that somebody would speak out so early and so, um, graphically about the relationship they had with somebody like Anthony Bourdain, just knowing the way we all sort of think about him and feel about him. I don't think we were clamoring for, you know, this perspective, like. Yeah, I think, you know, if I'm, you know, a betting person, I don't even have, I, first thing is. 
it all has to do with the 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 last season of Parts Unknown, and um and so people are going to her to talk to her, but also because of this other case that's happening at the same time, and you know she's I I think she's still very much I mean obviously she still has a lot more to do with protecting her image and rehabilitating her. Um, celebrity because of the Jimmy Bennett stuff. She wants to seem like a, you know, um, uh, I think her people have said you need to get out there and, you know, defend yourself and paint a picture that makes you look more human. Speaking to a tabloid. Yeah, I don't really get it either. I don't understand. And this goes for both her, Asia Argento and Jimmy Bennett. The decisions that they've made about who they're granting their first interviews to or where they're choosing to speak publicly are interesting to me. Um, because if I want to be heard and represented in an accurate way, I don't know that the Daily Mail is the place I'm going. No, it's a tabloid. It's like yeah. me going to the National Enquirer and talking about my relationship with our own self-serving purposes. Like To understand how she is grieving and what Anthony meant to her is something she could totally accomplish on her own and probably in a much more palatable, less uh, gossipy way. Uh-huh. So it makes me just think that uh, by the show that he went on in Italy, yeah. I, I guess and I was trying to do a little bit more digging to figure out exactly why he went to Italy, but being that she's Italian, being that, um, you know, he perhaps wanted to make his case to the Italian public. I don't know. Um, but clearly he misunderstood what Which he, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second part of that interview will uh, air today on Daily Mail TV. So I will keep an eye on that and probably bring you something from that uh, tomorrow. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought a dirt alert, right, Bradley? That's right. Hello, Elizabeth. Hey. Someone was on the microphone. He makes a cameo. That was fun. I like it. That was Breezes fun. Breezes in every once in a while. He does. He likes to just come in and visit and say hello. Well, you all make the studio so pleasant. You've got cinnamon tea brewing yes. in here, and it just is... It Imperial feels, spice thank you try, if you must. Oh, and offensive. I was confused for a second. I won't be calling HR. It is okay. <laughs> thank I, you. I got it. They listen, by they, the way, so they, <laughs> we're in trouble. They absolutely will. Okay, you guys, um, we are coming up on the final sentence of Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. It has been widely reported that he will get less than three trials. So now you add that on, that's three times. Um, And in April, Bill Cosby was convicted of three counts of uh, sexual assault against her. And now he is facing sentencing. So it's been widely reported again that despite the fact that he, his attorneys are arguing for probation. Now the big development today in the second day of the sentencing hearing is that um, he has to register as uh, a sexual predator. So he will be required to register with the sex offender registry with the Pennsylvania State Police for the remainder of this. If anything about this story can be amusing is the notion that like, you know, I think the sex offender registry is to like make people aware of somebody that they don't realize among them is in their community a Mm -hmm. a sex offender. Right. Mm -hmm. So that you can be well informed. I mean, anybody sees Bill Cosby and they're like, they already know sex offender. We, You know. 
it's just kind of hilarious. It is kind of, though. I mean, when you think about it, so he has to undergo monthly counseling sessions for the rest of his life. He has to report quarterly to authorities. Mm-hmm. This is just as part of the sex offender situation. His name will appear on a sex offender registry that is sent to neighbors, schools, and victims. I mean, when you think about it, you, like you live in that area. At this point, they all know already that Bill Cosby lives in their neighborhood. But, however, for him, it's more of, I, I think it sort of function functions as a shaming for sure thing which is not what it's intended for prosecutors but it is yeah prosecutors and um, a psychologist believe that age of 81 his defense team is saying this is unconstitutional and unnecessary given his age and that there have been no reports of any sexual misconduct in the last 14 years since andrea constance allegations remember there are more than 60 women who have come forward with similar allegations against because it's the only one that Mm -hmm. fell within the statute of limitations that was able to be prosecuted so when you think about the weight of the pressure of this case and the weight on andrea constant Mm -hmm. who um her parents and her family members took the stand to make uh, as part of the victim impact statements yesterday raped by Bill Cosby in 2004. Isn't that fascinating? Like, I feel like I've heard that now a few times and it's, it, you know, maybe I'm just naive because I don't spend a lot of time thinking about what people must go through after these events. But to, uh, you know, in several other highly public cases mm-hmm. of women being um, sexually assaulted at a people in general who just have never had this experience think like, oh, it's a bad thing that happened. And then you move on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you... It, I don't think the awareness that people are living with this each and every day of their life to varying degrees yeah. is an actual thing. And yeah. I think that that's one of the benefits of hearing stories like that has mm-hmm. long ramifications for the it's, victim. It's its, it's own trauma. kind of prison sentence. Yeah. It's yeah. trauma. Absolutely. Bill yeah. Cosby did not address the court in the sentencing hearing and the court is going, it has been on a break and they are going to reconvene in about three minutes. And okay. then that is when we will find out the final sentence so we will keep an eye on when it happens thank you elizabeth reese thank you dirt alert when we come back we need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651-641-1071 we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions if you get them all right you could win a prize here on the colina bradley show on my talk 1071 we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the colina bradley show on my talk 1071 Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hey, ladies. And we call this fabulous fun game our 30-second pop culture challenge. Pop culture challenge. Who's on the line today, Red? We've got Kara on the line. And Kara, Kara. Bradley, what is she playing for? Kara, Kara, Bobera, Banana, Fana, Fair is playing for a fair... I'm ready. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Designer Michael Coors was a judge on which reality competition series? Pass. What Barry Manilow song is about a showgirl named Lola? Uh, Coco Sabina. The name Xavier Roberts appears on the bottoms of which dot movie? Uh, Good Will Hunting. The sitcom MASH takes place during what conflict? Vietnam War. Nope. Uh, pass. Okay, what uh, designer Michael Kors was a judge on which reality? I'm so sorry. You did not get them all correct. See, uh, what was the answer, Bradley, to our first Your mom. 
Uh, otherwise known as Project answer. Runway. Uh-huh. That's what so, Michael Kors did. We talked about him yesterday because, oh, by the way, what did we talk about him about yesterday? Buying for? Versace. Was that yesterday? Well, the news broke yesterday, but I think the actual purchase was... Talking about him buying Versace until this morning, and also they're changing the name to Copacabana. Are they really? No, but it's like Capri Holdings, and I'm confused because I think that the brand is still staying, and... Uh, um, Janice from the Muppets is still leading that company. Really? Yeah. Here's what's happening. At least this is what I can guess. Is <laughs> that's the big umbrella company that Michael Kors owns, and within that big umbrella company now exists the label Michael Kors, Jimmy and Choo, Versace. and Versace. Versace. Yeah, Versace. Exactly. Mm, we're gonna go on a brown rice and vegetable diet so we can fit into those clothes. Mm. And you do see there that uh, Janice is still Donatella Versace. Mm-hmm. It's not Versace, it's no, Versace. Versace. It's also Chrissy Teigen. Yep. But she and doesn't care if you say Teigen. the answer to the other question that Kara did the not The Korean War slash conflict, because technically... But that worked. I hated that show. Really? As a child. Oh, I loved it. Anytime I show. saw it, I was like, old people TV, Yep, ew. click. I loved it. It's time to go to bed. i turn the channel. The one... BJ well, first Honeycutt. of all, I loved... I just kind of had a weird nerd crush on Radar. Don't ask questions. Harry Morgan? Um, yeah, yeah. No. and then who? What was the name of the he one? He did a lot of match game, by the way. What was the name of the one that? Clinger. Mm. Not Clinger. Is that right? I think so. No. Yeah. Wait. Corporal. Yeah, it was Clinger. Corporal, Corporal Clinger. Maxwell Q. Clinger. Yes. Um, okay. Listen. We got Jamie other- Farr. Did by the item. I'm sorry to say that none of these blind items are about Alan Alda today. Thank you. Darn. Mm-hmm. But we have to think or Loretta of Loretta Swit. Yep. Okay. Our first blind item, oh, however. She's not having it. I am. I very much am. I with an A minus list comic actress. An A minus list comic actress, the subject of this blind item. This A-list comic actress just keeps buying jokes and material from others and passes them off as her own. Mm. I mean, is it like an Amy Schumer? With the thing and then I'll make my comment. Here is the blind item filled in. Amy Schumer just keeps buying jokes and material from others and passes them off as her own. Isn't that what every comic does? That's what Joanne, uh, Joanne Rivers did. But they wouldn't... <laughs> Wow. Way to just like burn <laughs> her Joanne. legacy. <laughs> her ugly cousin. <laughs> Can we be silent? I'm, I'm a shut in. <laughs> I think the issue is, is that there are many comics who use writers that they work with, but the writers get credits for writing the jokes. Oh, okay. And this blind item is likes to take all the credit. For the jokes. Because one of themselves. her biggest, I felt like one of her biggest writers is her sister. Right. Right. That was like the like deal they made, not deal, but that was like the relationship they had where the sister wrote for her, but maybe they're referring to others. Yeah. And remember that, remember that they were working on, because yeah, they yeah. were all bestieing out what there in the world. ever happened? Hmm. Well, they did to write a movie that. together. It was the first one she did. What was that? Amy Schumer's movie. I don't remember. Honestly, like... I don't remember any of her movies. Not this most recent one where she fell off the bike and Train hit her wreck? head and it was a shallow hell experience. That was really popular. The yeah. Judd Apatow movie. Yes. Yeah. 
But I feel like that was the one that she did with her sister, but I could be wrong anyway. Uh, okay, let's move on. Let's do another one. Let's think about a B-plus list singer who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee and a female former A-plus nights.net. This B-plus list singer who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee said she would probably end up in jail for at least assault if she was required to work with this female former A-plus list tweener again. They despise each other and arrangements have been made to keep them far apart should a forced reunion become necessary. Oh, wow. Been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, okay, so the A-plus list tweener is Miley. Yeah, that's Miley. Uh-huh. The B-plus list singer who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee who worked with Miley Cyrus at one point. Is she... Oh, no. Yeah, she's a singer. Was she nominated and award-winnered for uh, acting or singing? She won an award for acting, but she also sung in that acting role. Jennifer Hudson? Oh! Here's your blind item filled <laughs> in. Love we're like, so wow. surprised. Okay. Jennifer Hudson said she would probably end up in jail. They despise each other, and arrangements have been made to keep them far apart should a forced reunion on The Voice become necessary. Wow. Interesting. That mm. is interesting. I can see that, though. Like, I Miley feels like a lot to take in. Yeah, I feel like when Miley's in the room, it's probably the Miley show. Yeah, and everybody has those people in their life, and it's... Can, um, I thought our, that was more Mr. Ed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No. Thank you, Mr. Ed. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving right along. Again, let's get in our rainbow-colored Studebaker of gossip and blind items here from crazydaysandnights.net. We have to think about an illiterate A-list reality star. Last letter starting their name. Okay. And a permanent A-list couple. So three people to think about in this blind item. Okay. This illiterate A-list reality star tried to have cameras brought into a recent show to once again try to create the illusion that she is super close to this permanent A-list couple. Once again, she was denied. Yes! Here's your blind item filled in. Kim Kardashian tried to have cameras brought into Beyonce and Jay-Z's show again to try to create the illusion that Kim is super close with Beyonce and Jay-Z. And once again, Kim was denied. I, when is she going to give this up? Did Rick you Astley. expect her to do anything else? No, I just... No, you're right. Good point. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's a ton of fall oh TV my premiering. God, it's everywhere. We're going to talk about some of the things we're actually excited about after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.